All right. Team Canada reasserted this country's junior hockey dominance once again last week, but it wasn't easy. Boy, pushed right to the limit by Team Czechia. I think Czechs were the, or Czechia was the only team to beat them in the tournament in the opening game, uh, and they needed overtime to clinch the championship. And the championship was clinched on a golden goal scored by Edmonton's own Dylan Gunther. Delighted that Dylan has time to join us this morning. Dylan, first of all, uh, congrats. Have you, have you come down from the high of the golden goal yet? Yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's been crazy. It's been a whirlwind the last forty eight hours, and uh, I, I know. I, I mean, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've had a lot of text messages and whatnot, and uh, it's something I'll never forget. So, uh, pretty exciting stuff. But uh, excited to also be back with Arizona now. That's the thing, yeah. We'll get into that in a second because I mean, it just it just keeps coming for you. But millions of us grow up dreaming of a moment like the one that you lived last week. I mean, uh, I'm sure you did too growing up playing road hockey and on the ODR. Was it even better than you imagined? Just just that moment. I got to say, you seemed a little, I thought, I mean, I would lose my mind. You seemed a little contained. How? Just walk us through that moment where you get the pass across, you chip it into the net, Canada wins gold. Yeah, I think I, I was a little stunned at first. Like I... Um... You know, growing up, I mean, you play that goal in, in your driveway, like you said, a thousand times, and then you dream of that moment, and you dream to play in this tournament and ultimately win gold and to score that. I think, uh, you know, it was just surreal, and, you know, I've been getting a little bit of heat for uh, the celebration after <laughs> I forgot to throw my stuff, but, uh, I mean, while the play is going on, I uh, I mean, I obviously know we're in overtime. It's three on today, but going through my head is not, uh, what am I doing? What if I score this year? It's... Uh, right, yeah. When he gets it across, just try to get the puck up, and it went in, and he threw stuff, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that that was it." So, uh, pretty pretty exciting stuff. Was there a sense of relief? I mean, being part of Team Canada at any international tournament, a dream come true, of course. But but it's not easy, is it? I mean, anything short of total victory is is kind of seen as a failure in a way. So, is that how you felt going to Halifax? And was there almost a sense of, "Oh, we did it when you won"? Yeah, absolutely. Like I think with anything, when you work so hard towards it, uh, when you achieve it, you can kind of take a deep breath and you know be proud of yourself. So, uh, you know, we battled hard. Like, like you said earlier, we lost the Czechs uh, first game of the tournament, so we had a little bit of chip on our shoulder there. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it wasn't only the gold medal game, but uh, they, you know, they beat us in the first game, and so uh, we wanted to kind of get them back for that one. Yeah, you know, in the first game, and I thought that was just a blip, whatever, it's early in the tournament, who cares, they'll get it sorted out. I, uh, to me, my thinking was the game against the U.S. was the gold medal game. Um, that was going to be your biggest test. I underestimated this Czech team. They were really good, eh? Yeah, they were good. I mean, them and the Slovaks, I mean, we went to uh, overtime with Slovakia, and, and they play a similar style. I mean, they're obviously neighboring countries, but... Uh, they play hard. I mean, they're they're big and strong and fast, and you know they're relentless. For check hard, and, and they don't give up. Like we we were up to nothing on uh, Czechia going in the third period. Uh, you know, less than ten minutes left, and they score on back to back shifts. So, so they're always there, and credit to them and and how well they played. Uh, throughout that whole tournament, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was really, made it exciting for you guys, but maybe not as exciting for us. Yeah, a little nerve-wracking. Oh, it was exciting, I'll guarantee you. Hey, for, for some of the guys on that team, uh, that's it. Th- that's the pinnacle. It's never going to get any better for them. That's the biggest moment in their hockey career. Um, for a guy like you, though, I mean, you've already played more than 20 games in the NHL. You're playing against Sidney Crosby last night. I mean, you sort of have this two-world hockey existence going on where you've already 
started down the path towards what looks like a very promising NHL career. Then you're coming back for the World Juniors. I mean, how how was that balancing those two? I mean, they're massive. I mean, it's everything you've worked for all your life happening at the same time. How was it balancing those two? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like you said, I think everyone everything comes so fast. Like, I mean, you get drafted to the to the NHL and. You know, you, you go to the World Junior Camp, and you know everything happens so fast. You play your first game, and then have the opportunity to play here. So, but I mean, that uh, that moment and that tournament, I think it's almost a sacred and you know Canadian culture. I mean, I feel like it's a tradition for everyone to watch yeah. that come Christmas time, and uh, you know, it, it's something that you don't get uh, really in any other tournaments. And that, like, the crowds on their feet. The last 30 seconds of the game when you're winning, I mean, like you don't get that, uh, you know, even in the NHL, right? So, um, I just think how the nation comes together and how everyone's kind of comes in as one and is all cheering for, uh, for Canada. That's what makes it so exciting and that's uh, what makes it so fun to play in. Now you're back in the NHL playing against Pittsburgh Penguins and Sidney Crosby last night. On social media, there was, uh, seemed to be a moment between, between you and Sid, uh, that happened yesterday. Tell us about that. What happened? Yeah, that was special. So I, uh, I mean, I got off the plane, uh, you know, one o'clock the, the day after and then had the rest of the day. So I practiced, uh, not yesterday, but the day before. And as I was leaving, Pittsburgh was coming into practice. So they asked, like, you know, if you stick around, you have the opportunity to meet Sidney Crosby. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this guy is a Canadian hero. I mean, he scored like the golden yeah, goal and he, yeah. he's everyone's like, he's my favorite player growing up. And, uh, you know, just a huge part of the Canadian culture and hockey, obviously. So I get to kind of meet him and, and talk with him and almost like share a similar like experience with him that it, uh, it still doesn't feel real. I mean, he, he was my hero and, uh, my favorite player growing up and for him to take the time to, uh, stop and, uh, you know, chat with me, I think was really special and that's something I'll never forget. He played 20, what, 21, 22 games in the NHL last night. Sidney Crosby, Gene yeah. uh, O'Malkin. Do you still sort of get these pinch me moments? Like, what's going on here? I mean, that, that's Sidney Crosby I'm lining up against? Yeah, 100%. I, I think uh, more so after and after the game, uh, in, in warm up sometimes when you look yeah. over and uh, you see them kind of coming out on the ice and like, oh, and like, you know, they're right there and uh, it, do, it doesn't really feel real. So it's. Uh, it's pretty cool when you get to play guys like that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, just before I let you go, and I really appreciate your time, we're chatting with Dylan Gunter uh, of the World Junior Hockey Championship team and the Pittsburgh, uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, we got to talk about Connor Bedard, I guess. You got to watch this guy up close. He looks like maybe the next one, and there's also a possibility he might be a teammate of yours in the near future. Just how exciting would that be for you? Yeah, I mean, he's obviously a special talent. I mean, Everyone uh, sees what he does, and, you know, he's such a good player, and uh, he's a great person, too. You know, he's, he's a modest guy, and uh, I think he's just so hardworking. So I, I give credit to him, and, uh, you know, he's such a good person. And, you know, to to play with him for, for those three weeks and kind of just watch him day in and day out, you, you can learn stuff from that and can learn uh, stuff from how he carries himself and whatnot and uh, what he's doing every day, so... Uh, it was pretty special to get to play with him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if he came down to the desert, that would be unbelievable. So it's, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, a talent like this comes around too often. Oh, I think you're right. Um, Dylan, thank you so much. Congratulations once again. I really appreciate you uh, spending a few minutes with with us today. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.